Having a versatile, high-quality piece of clothing feels great, but having a whole closet full of favorites feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance. And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. Into Watts Life in association with Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Jordan Watkins, current Ole Miss wide receiver. Hey, buddy, what's up? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Good, man. How you spending your Halloween? What are you gonna do? Uh, pretty much just school. That's pretty much it. I got school for the rest of the day, and then uh, uh I guess just chill at the house for a little bit. I guess maybe watch some Halloween movies. Really? Getting You're that boring it. now? Nope, no plans. My life's pretty much uh, pretty bland. I don't do too much out of the ordinary. Oh, come on, dude. You're not going to dress up as, like, I don't know, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo or some shit? It'd be great. <laughs> no. Well, how are you spending your bye week? Um, So far, so good. Uh, you know, yesterday we kind of we had off our typical off day today, and usually we'd have a walkthrough today, and uh, but today was just kind of meetings. Um, You know, it's kind of good. Been playing a lot of snaps here uh, lately, so, you know, I guess it's kind of good to get a little bit of a break, um, a little two-day break after a tough game, after a tough couple games, really, you know, coming from Auburn and LSU and now Texas A&M, you know, those are uh, really all good opponents, so it's good to take a break. You all played nine straight weeks of football. Is this the most football you've played consecutively in your career? Um, Yeah, I would definitely say so. Um you know, I think uh, even whenever I was at Louisville, I was playing maybe 70-something snaps, um, you know, close to 60, 70 snaps. And, uh, you know, even, you know, you look at it and you say, oh, well, 80 snaps, and it's only a 10-play 10, 10 difference. You know, I think that 10 plays makes um, all the difference, especially because we go so fast and we're a fast-tempo offense. You know, you're going, you're going, you're going. So, uh, 
you know, I think, uh, yeah, this is the most ball I've played in a short span um, since I've been in college. It seems like this whole team kind of needed a week off. I've played a lot of football. Yeah, for sure. Um, we played, like I said, you know, we played some tough opponents and, uh, and it, back to back to back, you know, and it's not going to stop because you're in the SEC. So, um, SEC West at that. So, uh, you know, it's been a little bit of a challenge, but I think the team's handled it really well. What's been the difference coming off of a win over Texas A&M? That was probably the biggest win, most consequential of the year to date. Yeah, I think I think we definitely needed that win for sure. Um, you know, I think LSU was our first real road test um, in a hostile environment. Um, you know, I think we've we've had some we've had some road games, but not in those kind of environments like LSU and Texas A&M. And I think getting a win like that in a place you know where teams come in and usually struggle uh, and and don't you know and aren't successful, and for us to come out with a win is, is huge. What, if anything, did y'all learn in the loss at LSU that maybe helped at Texas A&M? You know, I think that we learned that we're our biggest opponents. Um, you know, we're not going against another team. We're going against ourselves. And uh, I think that we learned that we are our worst enemies, and um, especially when it comes to penalties and turnovers and, you know, just doing the little things. And I think that's what we learned and took away from the loss at LSU. The offense started slowly at Texas A&M, but everything turned, it seemed, with a fake punt. How did that energize the team? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, that was a huge, you know, turning moment in the game. Um, you know, he came out and um, and he got it, you know, and I think football is a game of inches. inches. So, you know, it, I think, you know, looking at it and where we were on the field and the situation that we were in, I think that we were on our own 15-yard line whenever we called it. And I think that it shows that Kiffin has huge trust in us. And I think, you know, him showing that he has huge trust in us and his players to go make um, those kind of plays and, you know, in such a tight situation, you know, that we were in, um, I think, you know, we kind of all just jumped aboard at that point because, you know, Coach Kiffin trusts us to go make the big plays and, you know, it can either go one or two ways. You know, we get the first down or they get the ball in their own 15-yard line on our 15-yard line in the red zone already. So, um, yeah, I think that's what kind of kept us in it is that we were, you know, we know that Coach Kiffin has huge trust in us and, uh, you know, we trust him as well. Look, you've played a lot of football with a lot of good players. What makes Quinshawn so special? Man, I mean, he – you know, he's a ball player, especially how young he is. And, you know, knowing that he's – I don't think I've ever seen a true freshman as good as him. Um, and I think that, you know, he's one of the best players that I've been around, um, you know, throughout my career. You know, I think he's a special talent. You know, I think what makes him so so good is that, you know, he's able to make guys miss and, you know, and he runs downhill so hard that guys don't want to tackle him. And then whenever guys do try to tackle him, you know, he makes a move on him and makes a miss. And that's just a special talent that you just don't see in a lot of true freshmen, especially at the running back position. Um, and the way that he's been able to come in since spring ball and, you know, contribute to the team, I think that's, uh, I think that's super special. And, um, you know, we have a special back, a special running back room in general, but, 
you know, I think that he's the cream of the crop whenever it comes to running backs in the country right now. When you first put your eyes on him back in the spring, your first time practicing with him, did you know he had this kind of production in him? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I knew that he had crazy potential. And, um, you know, I think that, you know, he just needed a shot. Um, and you can see it, you know, kind of whenever you look at a guy, you kind of know that, you know, he's got it. And then you practice along with that. And then you're like, wow, he, this, this kid, he's special. This offense has changed a lot and adapted and adjusted, especially since the injury to Michael Trigg, who broke his collarbone, and he's out for the year, even though that's not official or anything like that. But because of that, you've moved around. Jonathan Mingo just last week against Texas A&M, he's playing H-back tight end just like you were in previous games before then. Um, How has this offense changed and evolved over the course of nine games with three games left? Yeah, you know, I think that I think it set us up tremendously because not only do teams have to game plan for us being out wide, but they have to game plan for us being, you know, in the hip position, in the H back position, you know, being in the backfield too. Um, you know, I think that makes teams guess a little bit more, I would say. You know, they're they're not truly clued in on what we're gonna do offensively and where we're gonna come from. Um, you know, because you can't really game plan around something that you don't know that's going to happen. And I think that's what makes us so versatile is that not only me and Nigo can do that, but, you know, we got other guys who can do that as well and can, and, and can make plays, um, you know, while me and Nigo are, you know, kind of being a little intricate spots, learning a little bit more than uh, some of the other guys, you know, learning the tight ends position a little bit. And I think, um, like I said before, that makes us really, really versatile. Now that you've been at Ole Miss for almost a year, has it met – whatever original expectations you had. Yeah, for sure. The experience has been great. Um, you know, just, you know, stepping away from football a little bit. I think the experience has been amazing in the town. Um, you know, I love the town and, you know, I love the people in the town. You know, I think what makes it so special is that it's kind of a small town, but it's a big town at the same time. Um, you know, and you have so many opportunities in this town, you know, with the people, um, the school, and I think that that's what makes it so great. But then, you know, in the football realm a little bit, I think that, um, you know, yeah, like you said, Lane Kiffin's, you know, promised he's produced everything that he's promised whenever I was on my official here um, in December. And, uh, you know, he's lived up to his expectations and hopefully I've lived up to my expectations um, just as well. But, you know, it's been awesome being here and being a part of a winning program, you know, and you're going against good opponents week in and week out. Um, and I think that's something that's super, super special and I'll never forget. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage, but intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels. 
your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Well, the reason I bring it up is because so much was made of the blended family nature of this roster, and you were one of those guys brought in in the offseason from Louisville, first year at Ole Miss, and y'all are 8-1, and 4-1 and in the SEC. And one of the greatest success stories of the year is the fact that y'all were able to come together and work together and get to this place where everything is still in front of you. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, with a lot of new guys coming in, um, I think one of the main things that a lot of people were worried about was egos because, you know, we grabbed a lot of the best of the best from uh, a lot of programs. You know, not just guys who were kind of role players, but guys who were the main factors. Um in offenses and defenses, and I think all of us have come together really, really well. Um, you know, we all know what we have to do and what we came here for, and that's to win football games. And so far, we've done that. Um, and I think, you know, just to make sure with the guys who were here before and the guys that just came in, including myself, um, I think that we bonded really, really well. And like I said, not only do the transfers know what we have to do, but, you know, the guys who have been here, know what we came here to do as well and that's to you know win hopefully win the championship um whether that's sec championship or national championship which i think we have a great shot at doing um you know with the guys that are on our roster like i said before we're our greatest enemies so um i think we've done a really really good job as all coming together as one and playing as a team how is the reality compared to whatever your original expectations were for playing for lane kiffin Right, he's this big online personality, almost larger than life. Has reality met those expectations, whatever they were? Yeah, you know, I think the reality of playing for Lane Kiffin, especially for an offensive guy, is always, um, you know, it's a high expectation, and you kind of really don't know what to expect a little bit. Um, but you know, so far it's been awesome because, you know, like I said, being an offensive guy, you know, you want to you want to just be a big sponge and learn as much as you can. Um, he does a really good job of explaining game plans and, you know, getting you prepared for what you want to do in life. And that's, um, for most college players, that's playing in the NFL. And I think he does a really, really good job of preparing us to be in the NFL. You know, we were a pro-style offense. Um, and I think that, like I said, just being a sponge and soaking it all up and, you know, kind of learning from him a little bit, it's been awesome. What's the chemistry like on this team? Is it a pretty close-knit team now? Yeah, I would say so. I think that, you know, even before the season, we were pretty close um, as a team. And, you know, like I said, we just got to keep playing together and keep playing for one another. And, you know, we can't be selfish. Um, like I said, we, we, we know what we came here to do and we know what we have to do. Um, and that's when a championship and bring, you know, hopefully a lot of light and a lot of um, a lot of light and a lot of hope to this program. This is a really stupid question because y'all have to prepare for Alabama. Y'all have a team to prepare for and try to beat. But is it hard as a player to block out 
what's going to be insanity next weekend, all the hoopla surrounding it. It's 2.30 p.m. Central time on CBS. Game day could be in town. If you think back to 2014 Ole Miss Alabama, that, in my opinion, is the greatest Ole Miss football day in modern history. And next weekend is going to be that on steroids. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think we know we have a big, big time opponent coming in um, next weekend. And, uh, you know, we, we just got to block out the noise and, uh, you know, just play our game. You know, I think, um, I think that the atmosphere will be super, super crazy. And I think the fans will be super, super excited. And uh, I know they're super, super excited for Bama to come in and, you know, I wish it was a night game, but um, it's not because that that atmosphere I think would be amazing and wild and crazy, and that would be awesome. But uh, you know, with them coming in here, and uh, we know what's at stake for us, and uh, I think we're both teams are tied to the SEC West right now, sitting at eight and one. Um, you know that that's going to be something I'll never forget, whether we win or lose. Um, yeah, I think that we'll come out there and give it our best shot, and they'll definitely come in here and give it their best shot. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to lock the vault next weekend and uh, just go put on the show for uh, Oxford. What Ole Miss thing that was uh, described to you before you came here, but you had to kind of see it for yourself to truly appreciate it? The Grove, the Walk of Champions, anything like that? I think definitely the Grove and the Walk of Champions all in one. You know, I think that's when you see the Grove really come alive. Um, it's the walk of champions. Um, and I think that's one of the best traditions that I've ever seen in college football. Um, just with the fans and the amount of people that come out is crazy. We had something similar to it whenever I was at the other school. Um, it was called the card march. And, uh, you know, that I don't think that's ever came close to what the walk of champions is for Ole Miss. Um, and I think that's one of the, you know, things that's really stuck out to me since I've been here. It has to be pretty crazy, too, to come to a small town and then suddenly everybody knows who you are. Yeah, I think that's super crazy. You know, coming from a big city um, to where people people know you um, and they, they kind of know who you are, but they're not as crazy about as football as some other places and coming to a place like this where, you know, you live, breathe football, that's awesome. And I think that's one of the reasons why I really came here was because, um, you know, you got to experience what football down south is like. Where's been the biggest growth offensively, do you think? Offensively, I would say definitely at the quarterback position. Um, you know, I think what Jackson, he keeps growing in day in and day out. And I think that he's the heart of our team, um, especially offensively. He's definitely the heart of the offense. And, you know, just seeing him come – come along and come together. And I think, um, I think we're all starting to feed off that. And, you know, guys like Mingo who, you know, is really, really selfless. Um, you know, I think that he will do whatever it takes to win. And, uh, you know, I think that we all just feed off that energy. And, uh, you know, I think that's what makes us so close as an offense and uh, close as a team as well. I know what you're going to say. One week at a time, one and oh, rat poison. But come on. Y'all know what's in front of y'all. Um, I think we all know what we could accomplish. Um, and, you know, where, you know, I think that we can go. But, um, you know, our, like you said, our main focus for us is just to go one and know every week. And, you know, I think if you go one and know every week, um, 
you know, I think that at the end of the season, you'll accomplish what you need to accomplish and accomplish what everybody hopes to accomplish because you can't really look at the next opponent because if you do that, then the opponent that you're facing right now um, will get to jump on you and get to beat on you. So I'm a true believer in, you know, just going one no every week. And, you know, that's kind of our mindset and uh, that's the uh, energy around the program. Tomorrow is November, so I got to ask you, you're draft eligible. What are you thinking about that process? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's always on your mind. Um, it's always on your mind. And just at the end of the season, I think you just kind of have to sit down and, you know, see where you're at a little bit. And, um, you know, you got to, you know, there's other guys out there who are making a lot of plays just like you are. And, you know, you just kind of got to sit down and see where those guys are at, see where you're at, and, you know, kind of just see where you fall a little bit in between as far as how you've grown when you came to Ole Miss what had you targeted as areas in which you needed to improve and if you address those areas in your opinion yeah you know I you know coming down to the SEC I think I wanted to get you know in the SEC you got a lot of man coverage and you know you get a lot of press and I think one of the main things that I wanted to do is play more physical um, be a more physical receiver whether that's route running blocking you know et cetera, et cetera. Um, but that's one of the things I wanted to get better at. And another thing is that I wanted to get better at, I wanted to get better at being quick, um, very, very quickness. Um, and I think that's one of the things that I've done better at this season. Um, you know, I just got to keep working on it. Please don't spend your entire Halloween at home playing Xbox. Yeah, I might go out to the square. I don't know. We yeah. got practice tomorrow, so I don't know if Coach Kiffin would like that. Don't bullshit. Come on, you're going out. It's Halloween. It's Halloween! <laughs> It is Halloween. Thank you. That's all I needed to hear. He's Jordan Watkins, Ole Miss wide receiver for Watts Live. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. We'll do it again. Yeah, no problem.